Welcome to episode 81 of Breaking Business Barriers. Man, Jared and I couldn't be more excited about our guest this week. Absolutely thrilled to death that uh, he, he took the time to, uh, to hang out for, for, what, for what time. He's, uh, I know his time's precious, but, but uh, before we do that, let's just thank our, our friends over at American Option Insurance. They, uh, they love to write insurance. They do a really good job. Great people. You can always reach out to Brandon Straza. You can find AmericanInsurance.com, and then that'll lead you right to the right people. But, but let, let's, uh, Jared, let's give an intro to a uh, someone who I really consider an Elvis in and around our business, and and uh, really iconic, and and he's humble, but you know, super super cool. But I think uh, I think since two thousand and three, and and. Coach can let me know if that's right or wrong, but uh, Bill's had uh, a, he's led as an executive coach at Building Champions. He'll talk more about that. Executive coach, speaker, and I had to double check this because I have your book and I had a, I went through it and instead of uh, going through my library, I, I hit, I hit Google, but uh, White Collar Warrior. And I can't remember when I read that. But I do, I do have it for sure. And of course, he's a uh, podcast host, you know, and uh, he, he, gets, he gets his word out there and has many, many, many followers of uh, all shapes and sizes around the United States and probably beyond. And uh, Bill, man, first of all, where, where can, besides just Google, where, where can uh, our listeners find you more directly? What do you use most? What platform do you use most often? What have you? I, uh, first of all, it's an honor to be here. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for the intro. Uh, I really think the easiest way is to just, if you just type in Coach Bill Hart wherever, you'll find me. So it's pretty easy. Uh, the three platforms that I use the most are Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Uh, but I'm a pretty easy to to find. And my website would be coachbillhart.com. Let's hang out. That's right. Yeah. And please uh, don't hesitate to reach out. I, I, Jared and I can speak firsthand. If you reach out, you'll hear from coach Bill. There's no doubt about it. And, and uh, actually pretty quickly, you'll hear from uh, coach Bill, unless he uh, happens to decide to take a vacation weekend. I believe it was your bride's birthday last weekend. Good recollection. Yeah. Good recollection. That's right. Yep. That's right. But so Co- coach Bill, you know, one of the things that's really kind of the, the mantra or the um, maybe the narrative of the fa- how we found breaking business barriers, everyone reaches a fork in the road and probably lots mm-hmm. of fork in the fork in the roads. And you being a coach, do you, first of all, uh, you know, when you decided to go out on your own 2003 and, and build this thing, was there a particular fork in the road at that point, or was there one uh, coach bill that, that happened that comes to mind that, man, I started this thing. What am I going to do? What are your thoughts? Um, well, f- so first of all, I'm an employee of building champions. So the, the fork in the road for me was moving away from a title company that I was working for at the time in Southern California and really not loving life. Uh, it was an okay gig, but you know, it was a job, honestly, uh, it, the way that I approached it, it just wasn't, it wasn't an ideal hand in glove fit. The fork in the road happened because I met Daniel Harkavy, the founder of building champions, the head coach and a dear, dear friend. And he said to me years ago, years prior to that, he said, you would be a great coach. 
and he just planted that seed and when the timing was right man it was like it, it was just like all the the tumblers and the lock just fell into place and it was game on and you know the first couple of years were me learning how to how to be an effective coach i don't think i was the first couple of years um but yeah buddy that was the that was the fork in the road it was where i decided to go all in on being a coach i had really always coached my entire life i just wasn't really getting paid for it and that was the all-in moment for me in the in as you say the fork in the road where i just decided man i first of all i love daniel i like a brother i have a culture fit with building champions that would translate to a tattoo i'd be happy to put a building champions tattoo on my body <laughs> and and it was just it was just like the hand and glove fit man so it was you know really it was like if you remember muscle cars in the 60s they used to have rocker switches you remember you know oh, yeah. yeah i always use that example of rocker switches man they were all green and it was like all in game on let's go that's terrific and and uh flip it over to jared jared do you have yeah something for coach bill so, Bill, you went from working in the title industry to coaching. And then remind me, are, are, you're in mortgage as well. Is that correct? Yeah, I, was, I had been in the mortgage business, the real estate business, and the title business. It was always, you know, in and around real estate. Um, spent some time at the Mike Ferry organization. I was there for a year, and that was, a, that was not a good fit. It was, a, it was educational. Um, and I met Todd Duncan that way, who was sort of the Mike Ferry of the mortgage industry. He was just kind of getting into that space. Uh, and really that's how I met Daniel. That's where that all came about. But yeah, man. And, and the thing that uniquely prepared me for all of that was the fact that I used to sell airplanes. Hmm. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that was my, that was, you see, you know, my paraphernalia, but that's my passion and it always has been. And that was the, that was the odd right angle turn that I took into the real estate industry. And you've always had a special appreciation for our service members as well. I, uh, I like the way you wear those, uh, those combat boots whenever you speak. Thanks buddy. Yeah, I appreciate that. So that, that bootcampaign.org boot is the charity for whom I am an ambassador used to serve on their board. Uh, and what we do is we help men and women that come home with uh, post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injuries, and we help them to cycle and funnel everything that they have learned in the military and bring that into their lives and civilian life. And it's, a, it's an enormously satisfying effort. I myself never served my country in uniform, so my opportunity now is to serve those that served us. That's awesome. Yeah. And remind me, you're in California, is that right, outside of Los Angeles, I believe? Southern California, Ventura County, between LA and Santa Barbara. Yeah. Super cool. A lot prettier than here in Texas where me and Brenna are so. <laughs> I'm not sure I wouldn't trade with you right about now, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's right. <clears throat> well, we promise not to talk too much about uh, the year of 2020. Understood. Any year or day or month or hour or minute, there's always opportunity and, and, we, we follow you, but something that you came out with this week that, that got my attention, I took action on it right away. And it was something nice. so simple. And a lot of, the, a lot of your messages are, are designed so simple. 
simplistic people like myself can can figure it out. But Come you talk about mine, brother. <laughs> hey man, my peppers keep popping up here. But the Your peppers um, are popping up. That's the first time I've seen that or said that. Got to be honest, man. This guy's peppers keep popping up. Yeah, I wish my wife would say that. But the anyway, the um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. But uh, but I am a pepper, I am a pepper grower. But the uh, ah, hey, there you go. Back to back to the the seven day no news challenge. What what spurred you to talk yeah. about that? Then I also know that you posted something. There's some facts behind. Uh, keep away from from some headlines. Maybe not all, but some headlines. You want to talk about that, Bill? I thought that yeah. was. You bet. You bet. Yeah. Negative news in particular. And I can give you the link if you want to put it into the show notes. But there was a recent study um, that demonstrated that just three minutes of negative news in the morning. So think about that. Just three minutes of negative news in the morning resulted in a 27 percent increase in people reporting themselves as having a bad day six to seven hours later. And so it's something we've been kicking around a lot at Building Champions. And of course, you know, one of the things we do as a coaching company is we focus very much on control what you can control. And while it's always been true, it's just always been true. It's never, ever been as bad as it is right now. And so, you know, I understand my point. My point is don't be uneducated. Don't be ignorant. We, at the time that we're recording this, we're all getting ready to vote. Be an informed voter. You need to know what's going on. There's no doubt in my mind. I'm just proposing that there's another way to get your news because the, what, what happens with the, with the news programs that we watch, and if, if your family was anything like mine, we would just turn the news on and it was like background noise. It was just kind of on, you know, and you're doing other things. You're making coffee, you're walking around, you're doing whatever. But, you know, there's enough screaming heads and people that are angry at each other right now that now there's science behind it that just says, man, it's, it's raising our stress levels. So, the seven day no news challenge is simply that, like just just turn it off for seven days. And I would propose that there are, there are other plenty of other ways to get your news. I read the Wall Street Journal every morning online. It's a super easy way to do it. I just kind of scan it for headlines, like what's going on? What do I need to know? But it doesn't suck you into the drama, right? That's, that's the thing. Another great resource is um, uh, Reuters, R-E-U-T-E-R-S.com. Um, uh, Associated Press is another good one. And my last and probably favorite resource is one Dave Savage with Mortgage Coach taught me about years ago, and it's called Flipboard, F-L-I-P-B-O-A-R-D. And if I can bring it up here, I can give you an idea. It allows you to search for particular topics that you're interested in. So for example, um, I'm interested in social media marketing right now, aviation, emotional intelligence, remote teams, home ownership, productivity, selling, leadership, U.S. military. Yeah. So those are the categories that I'm looking for. And so what happens is those articles, articles to those topics are fed to me every day. And I can tell you, man, already a couple of days out with me listening to Chris Boddy with his trumpet in the background or a little Earl Klug in the background as I'm making breakfast instead of the screaming heads, my heart rate's lower. And I think all of us need to have a little bit lower heart rate. Uh, for sure. A, a, Jared, I know yeah. you and I had talked a little bit um, beforehand about the uh, seven day. No, I know, I know that you saw Bill's post number, number one, you have a question for Bill or thoughts on that? Oh, no, I was just going to say, I, I can't agree more. You know, the news stations are, you know, typically 
on one side politically and that's all they do is you know yell at the other side and as you pointed out there's relevant information we all need to stay informed um, but you can know about the same important things without just being you know miserable <laughs> you know I was I feed it I feel like some of these people on the news don't like sunshine you know they just don't seem like people who want to find totally. anything, anything good to focus on either so well, and, you know, in fairness, it's not the news personalities typically, right? It's the it's the producers and they're driving advertising dollars and they know what drives eyeballs. And they kind of the, the, the game is it'll be interesting to see if this shifts during this interesting time, because this is really resonating with people. It'll be it'll be interesting to see if it affects their their numbers. Um, but that's what drives advertising decisions and dollars, right? Is there, there this, if, if you think about it, particularly with the, you know, the, 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 the Fox News and the MSNBCs, it's, there's always a, you know, breaking and it's, it's the next thing that's going to pull you in, right? Whichever side of that political spectrum you happen to be on. So the idea is they want to set the hook and kind of reel you in. And I, dude, I'm just, my heart is not available for them right now. So I'm going to get my news another way. And the last thing I would share on this, I mean, we can talk about it as much as you want, but I just posted an, an image today of the confirmation bias, and you guys are probably familiar with this, but it's just a, it's a simple VIN, VIN diagram, which are the two circles that overlap, right? And the one side says objective facts, the other circle says facts confirming your beliefs, and in the middle there where they intersect, it says what you see, and we all do it. We all do it. On both sides of the political spectrum, on both sides of the mask spectrum, it's just like we do. So my suggestion is like, here's my simple Pollyanna suggestion. Be educated, vote. If you're a person of faith, pray about it and then let go of it. Like get on with your day, mm -hmm. but turn the damn news off. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm beating that drum. And right I, can, I can tell you since you, I had no news today and, and I don't even nice. know, I, I don't even know the last time I haven't turned the news on at four 30 or five o'clock in the morning. I'm an early riser. I don't watch any of the night stuff because it's just yep. basically a regurgitation of the morning, but nothing, you know, and I pick and I, I was picking and choosing what I wanted to read. Good for you. And it seemed, it seemed like it brought not only an hour or two back in my day, but it, it felt, uh, <laughs> it felt, uh, it felt good. You know, so we'll we'll definitely well, share that. Stay in touch with me on that. I would love to hear how this goes. Daniel Harkavy, the founder of our company, did this for a week. Well, he did the opposite. He and his wife never watched the news. But since we started talking about this, he said, I'm going to watch the news for a week. So imagine that. It was the opposite effort. And he said, I am telling you, I could feel my agitation build throughout the course of the week. And it's just, you come on, you guys, we just don't need it right now. Like there's, there's no, this is not brain surgery. This is just, yeah, that'd be a good thing to eliminate. I don't need more agitation in my world. There's enough stress right now, just because of COVID and everything else that's happening in the world right now. We don't need to add any more to it. We need to, we need to subtract from it. And it's, it's interesting because we live in an age where you can custom pick whatever kind of information you want to feed yourself, you know, compared to the old days you flip on the tv or the am radio and what's on is on well you know i can turn on an amazon fire stick on my tv and listen to a podcast it's true or watch a informational video on youtube about how to you know pick up a new skill or be a better parent or anything so there's so many options so many things to replace you know the news with and, and just so, like that i'm not telling people to not 
taking news. I'm saying don't leave, you know, CNN or Fox or whoever just exactly. running in the background because it's going to make you miserable. I really think that's the, 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 the message. And Jared, there's a lot of wisdom in what you just said. And this morning I even posted, I don't know if you happened to see the, the picture I posted of Bob Iger, former CEO of Disney, but I had somebody chimed in on my comment the other day and said, man, when that happens, I turn on like somebody else in her, in her, I think it's her husband watches the news. She said, I put on my headphones and I turn on masterclass. And it hit me that, oh my goodness, I've heard of this, but I just need to go subscribe. It's 15 bucks a month. Masterclass has, in this case, the one that I'm watching right now is Bob Iger, the former CEO of Disney. I think we could agree he's done a few things right. And this morning I'm listening to Bob Iger while I'm making, you know, turkey bacon and eggs, right? It's like, come on, man, there's like, to your point, there's other stuff that we can be doing. And it's so easy to do now with your phone and your tablet, and your laptop, stream it to your TV with a fire stick. Life is much easier right now. Yeah, it's awesome. Yep. Coach Bill, all right, put your coaching hat on. Not, not that it ever comes off, but you if, bet. if someone is considering making a change, and, and I'm sure those things come to your doorstep, uh, if not routinely, probably uh, quite often, I would guess, just because mm. they're, they're, sharing, they're, they're, dumping, they're dumping their soul right on, right on your desk. And, and sure. uh, you know, how, how does how do you handle that? I mean, how do you, you know, if someone says, you know, that's, it's not working and I don't care what industry they're in, doesn't matter. Mm. Um, how, what advice or how do you handle that? It, it, and I know that's a real, that's a book probably, but, but how do how do you handle that? Sure. Question? Yeah. Yeah. So are you talking about changing companies? Could be changing companies. It could be changing a career into another, another gig. You know, maybe they're, maybe they feel they're burnt out maybe, or, yeah. Maybe they just hit a wall. Yeah. Uh, because if it was just changing companies, I mean, let, let me just start there and then we'll go to the little higher level. But if it was just changing companies, I actually just, uh, did I not just record a video on this? I, it may be coming out this week, but I, you know, it was last week. It was last week. It was culture over cash. So if you go to YouTube and you do a search for Coach Bill Hart, Culture Over Cash, you'll see it. But that, that's, that's where I'm trying to help people to understand that in the industry that I serve, primarily the mortgage industry, it's not uncommon to get top producers to move with cash, right? We, mm-hmm. we, we give them cash. And my experience with that is that seldom works out well for the long run because it's cash. Um, if you move for culture, it's because it's what I said about building champions at the beginning, right? That I would, I would have the tattoo. Well, you probably wouldn't get the tattoo if it was like for cash, you'd go, uh, I'll wear an armband, you know, but, but that comes off, right? I don't know that I want to get the tattoo. So I think you first have to start with, do you have alignment with leadership? Are you on the same page? Do you see the same things that your leadership team with a, with a team or an organization does? Are you in alignment? If you are, Fantastic. If you're not, then my thing is we always coach up. So, okay, you could, you could leave, you could run away, but maybe what you need to do first is like cite your grievances, right? Like what's the issue? Have you spoken to your boss? Have you talked about the issues, the problems that you've got? So that's where I would start if it was somebody looking at changing companies. If it was somebody, it was somebody that was looking at a broader change and that does happen all the time, Man, that's where we get, we drill down on why. And this is a, this, I just did an event recently where we left them all with these river rocks that said why on it. So we got them thinking about 
why do you do what you do? And look, man, if we're honest about the mortgage industry in particular, very few people at some point in their life say, you know what would bring me the most joy of anything that I could do? I want to be a mortgage banker. <laughs> it just doesn't happen, right? It's like astronaut, doctor, you know, come on, like nurse, like it's not. So if we're honest, the thing that tends to attract us to this industry that I serve primarily is the income. There's no doubt. Like where else can you, where else can you earn seven figures and, and it legitimately and not have a college degree like that's legal. I don't real estate, right. Would be the other possibility. But uh, if it comes to that, we, we have to drill down into their why, figure out what it is that they want to build. And very often, these are conversations I'm having very often these days, we build something simultaneously while they're, do they're in the business that they're in. So we're building a succession plan for 2.0, the next version of their lives. What's that thing going to look like? like? Like, let's build it. But don't just go jumping off a cliff because it's like, yeah, and I'm really tired of this, so I'm going to go do this other thing. Probably a bad strategy unless you got five million bucks in the bank. Got it. And, you know, it's so true. We've all seen some really, really good people leave the business, and all of a sudden they meander their way back, right? And, and probably for all to a guy yesterday who had done it, and it's tough for him right now because he's, you know, he's trying to reconnect with his database, which he had let go. And so I would say that to you guys, if you're in the mortgage or the real estate business, let me just make this observation, like from, from Uncle Bill out here, right? We, we may not know each other, but man, build your database every single day, every day. Somebody should be going into your database. They don't have to just be past clients. It could be anybody, somebody that you've spoken to, somebody you've met on social media, somebody that you sent an article to. Now you've got an email address. Feed and water your database every single day. I know a guy with 10,000 people in his database. He's been in the business 20 years and he says, every year's a great year for me. It doesn't matter what the market does. It doesn't matter because he said, when you've got enough people in your database, deaths, this is true for real estate and mortgage, deaths, births, divorces, marriages, move in, move out. Like that's the stuff that feeds him. The other stuff is gravy. So you guys, Build your database. That's the thing that will take care of you long-term. And you'll look back and you'll say, I am so glad I did that when I did. That is some powerful advice. And all too often, as, as someone who's been in this business for an awful long time, myself and Jared, rarely, you see maybe that top 10%, maybe that top 15% doing a really good job with their database. Other than that, it's, you know, it's kind of a second thought, if, totally. if not a third or a fourth. Totally. And the magic of it is like, you guys, seriously, this is not a big deal. I'm not telling you, you have to go out and bench pre press a Buick in your driveway. This is just a simple discipline to say, okay, I, you've already got the CRM of some sort. All of you have access to one. It may not be the perfect one. It doesn't matter. You have a database, but you've got some contacts in your phone. You've got some in a laptop, some in a computer. For those of you that are young and were married recently, you've got your wedding list over here. Like just turn that into a project. You don't have to do it. Pay a teenager to do it. Or if you, if you have kids, just enlist their help, right? But get it all put into a database and then create a plan around it. This, this will give you a book of business like a state farm agent, where you build a book of business that has value, that allows you to create the opportunity to maybe consider selling your business down the road as well. Like there's only upside to this. There is no downside. Coach Bill, we have, we have, uh, 
a lot of young entrepreneurs listening to this all the way into high school and in college, like I mentioned uh, when we were getting ready to, to record, is it a good time to get in the mortgage banking business? If you're, if you have no experience, obviously there is an alignment with a company that will have the patience to teach. Mm. What are your thoughts there? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. I, Absolutely. And, but it's so counterintuitive, I think, especially for young people. It's like, well, I don't know. That doesn't, you know, maybe pharmaceutical sales. Well, let me tell you, we coach Bristol Myers Squibb, the largest pharmaceutical company in the country. They're our, I think they're our second largest client now. And you think about those sharp young people with college educations who are in their snappy black suits walking into doctor's offices. That ain't happening right now. So they've got a whole new set of problems on how to connect with physicians and hospitals and so forth. Yeah, man, the beauty of the mortgage industry is there will always be a need, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, I do believe without a doubt, we're going to see commission income dropping over time. Uh, You know, it's just so you know, this as an owner, it's been so ridiculously out of control. But that doesn't mean that you can't earn an amazing living in this business. So yeah, man, if you ever want to do, just you just let me know. You get an audience of young people that I can talk to, I'm there, physically or virtually, because I think there is enormous opportunity, and it's really all about interpersonal skills and the ability to connect with people. That's what you need more than anything else. I used to think when I got into mortgage lending, I thought, man, I got to... I got to be great with an HP 12C calculator. I've got to keep all these programs in my head. That's not what I see with the best of the best. The best of the best just view this as a business and they jump into it and they figure out how to, like Jeremy Forcier said the other day, um, he said, do you know Forcier? Yep, I do. I mean, definitely one of the top producers in our industry and a great coach. He said, uh, we must learn to educate rather than sell. And he is so on the money with that, man. And I'm an old sales guy, right? Like I, I revert back to sales training all the time, but he is so right. If we can teach young people that really this is not about like car sales and trying to figure out how to put you in the car, your dreams today, right? It's not, that's not what we're doing. We're saying to people, we're asking, we're not saying anything. We're asking, what do you, what do you want to do? Like, are you renting now? You know, do you want to create some passive income? Would you like to have a second home that you could drive to so you don't have to fly to it in the event of a, another pandemic? Like there's so much opportunity. You guys both know this, but we are sitting on more equity in this country right now than we ever have ever in history. People used to move every five to seven years. Now it's 10 plus. There is so much opportunity right now. There is so much opportunity and we need a younger generation to begin stepping in because if you want to see what mortgage banking looks like, look at this 65 year old white guy. Like that's what, that's who we are as an industry. And we need young people and women in particular to step up into this industry and make their mark. Those that I coach right now that are doing so, it couldn't be more exciting to me than to watch young women in particular stepping into this industry and really making things happen. So I'm fired up about their opportunity. Coach Bill, you gave me you gave me some goosebumps right there because I couldn't agree with that more. Absolutely, and and it goes to the premise where we started uh, breaking business barriers was really uh, uh, having people like yourself and others shed light, uh, not just on on uh, the middle aged folks, but those uh, those young folks thinking about careers could be high school or college and maybe just out or maybe someone looking to make a shift, a change. For sure. But Jared, you have the last question. Then I know yep. Coach Bill's got a tight schedule. 
Yes, uh, I, I really like what you said about the importance of databases or data banks, as some people call them. Yep. <laughs> Um, I know a lot of, you know, sales agents, whether they're in real estate or mortgage or, you know, another career, um, have trouble with the organization and they are, um, myself included, <laughs> you know, intimidated by there's just so many options when it comes to CRMs. Do you have any just basic ground level advice of, hey, here's people to focus on, here's what to do once you have them in your database? Uh, things like that to where, you know, we're just staying in front of them. Yeah, man. So great question. I, I, you know, I'm a believer in like who owns the market, right? If the, if there's a, if there's a foregone conclusion on, you know, there's a reason that I have an iPhone, right? There's, I, I could go through example after example, but you know, Salesforce right now is the big dog. There's just no doubt. They've got such a great solution. It's fantastic. So I would probably start there, like just get over it. You know, you're going to pay for it and make it happen, but then commit to the discipline. And the way I would coach people to do that is, you know, if you're old school like me and you use a paper planner, you got to build the habit, right? So it's going to be 30 to 60 days, um, to create a new habit, that's the latest research, depending on the complexity of the habit. 21 days is kind of a fallacy. That's a, that was a cool thing to say, but the research doesn't support that. It's more like 30 to 60 days. And I would just start creating the discipline, literally, of creating um, a discipline to say two people every day. I need to be putting them, one, the guy at the dry cleaners, the waitress at the restaurant, the person I ran into at the soccer game. I need to be having conversations with these people, putting them into my database. As to the touch points, there's so many great solutions right now, like Client Giant. I don't know if you know Jay with Client Giant, but I'm a huge fan of theirs. I interviewed him for my podcast, um, Ryan Grant with The Art of Home Ownership. The, there are so many great solutions to just like offload that. I, I'm a big fan of if to, I'm wired like you are. Like, let me give you a closing example. I used to have a really crappy credit score and it wasn't because of a lack of income. It was because I didn't have a system for paying bills. And then, I don't know, 20 years ago when bill pay suddenly became a thing right with my bank. Um, and now it's just with each individual vendor, you know how it is. You just set it up. Like, and if you learn about FICO scores, it's like, oh, I should actually set it up to pay it like three days early, right? So that I never have that reporting day issue. Find a system. That's that's my best coaching about it is there are enough great systems out there right now. You don't have to create some huge discipline other than there is no system for aggregating contacts. Genuine, like, you know, like we're talking. If I was going to follow up with you, I'd say, so that's interesting, Jared. You mentioned that, you know, you guys were curious about the real estate market. I've actually got a great article for you. I just got it this morning via Flipboard. Happy to send it to you. What's your best comma current comma email address. I don't know what it is about some NLP neurolinguistic programming thing in that question, but what's your best current email address? But there's something about throwing that word current in there. Like they're not just going to say, uh, Mickey Mouse at AOL.com. They're probably not going to do that, right? They'll give you their actual email address. Boom. You just add somebody to your database. So create the discipline, find a system, commit to it and roll. I like it. And I think it's amazing how simple, you know, follow-up can be, you know, we think that, Oh, we need to call and have this 30 minute phone call, but I've had cases where I just have someone in my system and I send them, I even have texts saved in my phone where I have kind of nice. verbiage and so smart three times in they'll say, well, the other people aren't following up anymore. So that's an interesting thing to keep in mind is that your competition is probably doing even worse. 
Totally. Totally. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, just real quick, to this point, if you guys have not read The Conversion Code by Chris Smith, that's a great read for this very topic, what you just called out, Jared. That is legit, and you got to know that each and every contact you make takes you further down the road as your competition is dropping away. Sorry, Brett, what were you I wrote, I wrote that down. So I'm, I'll definitely put that in our notes because that's, I've not read that. And I don't even know if I've seen anything from that piece. So I definitely, and generally one of my questions is what book to read. There we go. We've got, we got a, we got a, a good, good one. Got a good one. Well, Coach Bill, both Jared and I are honored that you joined Breaking Business Barriers. And we speak that from our heart. Uh, there's uh, lots of good nuggets on there. We're going to challenge uh, those who would like to participate on the uh, seven day no news challenge. And I guarantee I'm going to finish that bad boy. Nice. I had that remote in my hand this morning. Nice. That's a new habit. You know, I get it. I There's something about the noise in the background, but replace it with other noise. Replace it with something that fuels your heart. You know, for me, it's it's music. It's soft jazz or Elton John, or it's usually something from our childhood, right? So for me, that would be the 70s, younger, younger time. Go back to your happy music and play that instead. All right. On behalf of both Jared and, and Brent Duhame, your hosts of Breaking Business Barriers, again, Coach Bill, we can find him at Building Champions. You could just Google him. It's, it's easy. He's all over the place. And he's, uh, uh, he'll, he'll take your call, text, or even email. And uh, DMs, what have you. And check out his podcast, All In with Coach Bill Hart. And uh, with that, thanks. Thanks, everyone. It, it is definitely onward and upward. Appreciate y'all. Have a great week. Thanks, guys.